Season 4, Episode 3, Indian Summer. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Millennial Homemakers Podcast, your resource for all things home, hostessing, and more. We're your hosts, Jackie Alexander and Jacqueline Humble. I'm glad we live in a world where there are Septembers, Anne of Green Gables. I don't know about y'all, but I am ready for fall. If your weather is anything like ours, then you may be ordering a pumpkin spice latte, but you're still getting it iced. Because this feels like the longest Indian summer ever. Well, I think that things are just, they're starting to put fall out even sooner now. Like I read that this was the earliest that you could get pumpkin spice in August. Like It was, it was like August 28th. And I think they usually come out like September 1st or September 3rd. Yeah, I think that's partially part of it. Maybe it's still summer and we just don't know. But kids going back to school, I think, is like a good indicator of when fall should start, in my opinion. And Labor Day. Okay, I know that fall doesn't technically start till next weekend, like the 22nd or 23rd. But to me, once Labor Day hits, it's full-on fall mode. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really get... I mean, I guess because it's like September. My birthday's in September and I always think of it as a fall birthday, not as a summer birthday. Yes. Yeah. Because like it was always like during the fall semester. Which makes makes sense. And I think like once we started going to college, I think that's when fall really started to feel earlier. Mm, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe because of football. I don't know. (laughs) And like, I mean, we talked about like, oh, what classes are you taking this fall? When it's like still 94 degrees out. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. So before we get too much into it, we'll be talking about a few different ways how to deal with the hot weather when you're in the mood for fall. Yes, (laughs) because it's definitely not cooler out. Yes. So let's address what an Indian summer is because people use it incorrectly all the time. And I mean, our use of it's kind of incorrect because technically- But that's why we're explaining it. Right. Yeah. So Jackie, do you want to, you usually do the research. Do you want to give a definition? Yes. So an Indian summer is a really long period of dry, hot weather. It's usually in the beginning of summer when it becomes hotter sooner than normal or like late September through November when it should be cooling down and it's not. And so that's why we're calling this Indian summer because we feel like it should be a lot cooler than it is outside. Right now in Augusta, it's 78, but tomorrow it's supposed to be 94. In and let me see. Okay, Signal Mountain's different though. Okay, so right now right. it's 76, which is hot for a for few. now. Yeah, and tomorrow the high is 81. I don't know. I think the reason why I'm feeling especially like it's an Indian summer rather than just a really long summer is Mm -hmm. because we had like a week of pretty cool weather and I was spoiled. I started putting out fall decor. I started wearing sweaters and then it just went back to hot. And not even like just a warm fall, like full on hot summer weather. Also, Indian summers are usually in New England is what I read. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah. I was like doing this on the way to church. So I didn't go in my, you're not getting my 30 minute spiel on the history of Thanksgiving like you did that one time. <laughs> yeah, no. So in India, yeah, it's like usually in the Northeast where it's just like the, it's just hot and it's just like lingers. that. That makes sense. Cause in the book, The Immortalist, that we kind of read That's for. That's what it was called. Okay. I was trying to add it to my book recommendations on Amazon. I have like a list. And I yeah. couldn't remember, I kept looking up the illusionist. I was like looking up the definition. I should have just Googled the characters' names, but 
Yes, because you were thinking of one of the characters and not the actual book. I but know. they talk about the Indian summer when they all uh, go to see yeah. this magic woman and they're in New York City. So that makes sense. Oh, yeah, that does make sense. Now getting into, do you want to start with food? Yes, let's start with food. Okay, so ways, this whole episode, I don't know, I feel like I've done a bad job <laughs> introducing it. This is the first one that we're recording for season in like four, months. like in season four. And we'll give you a yeah. short recap of how our summers went at the end. So if you're interested, personal lives, stay to the end. If not, <laughs> you can just get all the good content and leave. Um, <laughs> we won't know the difference, so it won't offend know. us. So we can't see those stats. But um, anyway, yeah, basically... <laughs> We wanted to make an episode about how to get in the fall spirit when you're still in 90 degree heat in the South yes. or anywhere. Because like another reason why we did Indian summer is I have friends in New York and they're like drenched in sweat on their Instagram stories because it's been so hot there this summer. Oh, ridiculous. Okay. Ridiculous. So food. So how to start reaping the autumn harvest while still cooking a temperature appropriate meals. <laughs> or you do what I do and just don't really care and make soup anyway because I really like soup. I like soup a lot too. I'll eat soup like throughout the summer even if Me I really too. want soup. If like it's rainy, I feel like oh, that's a yes. good uh, soup thing. So this is a little anecdote from me is last night Jordan's sister – was in town and her husband and we were talking about cooking and like if we're cooking anything new and I was telling her that I'm just in the mood to make pies mm -hmm. and like I've never I don't think I've ever made a pie to be honest like not from scratch at least like okay. pumpkin pie yeah I made like pumpkin pie but I haven't really made pies and but I'm just like in the mood to make pies I think <laughs> something about fall like I don't think about pie most of the year Except for um, like pudding pie. And that's my dad's like favorite dessert. So I make him a pudding pie every year for his birthday, which is in May. But normal pies, only in the fall. Okay, I've made, yeah. I, okay, I guess like chocolate pie, stuff like that. Oh, and tomato pie. I have made tomato pie. But I just like either like a hearty uh, chicken pot pie mm -hmm. or a sweet potato pie. Like some like weird pie I'm in the mood for. I really want to make a pie and decorate it with like little leaves like cookie cutter pie crust leaves and like decorate it I'm just in the mood for that for some reason way more ambitious than I am with my pies well that's just the fancy <laughs> stuff you can just buy everything in a jar and then decorate it with the cookie cutter stuff and then it looks homemade. that's true that is true made it from scratch scratch that label right off the box <laughs> so true and that's about pies I'll let you start since I've like, um, so I think the first thing <laughs> I think the first thing when it comes to cooking this time of year when it's still hot outside but you want the cooler weather foods is to find meals that you can put it in the oven or put it in the crock pot and then get out of the kitchen as fast as you can and just let it do its thing because if you have to be in that kitchen the whole time you're going to get hot and gross and sticky and you're not going to enjoy your food. I think that's like the first thing to take in into consideration. Okay, I see where you're going with that. I always just feel like my house is warmer with a crock pot. So mm -hmm. I was like, in my Don't notes, use it. Yeah, I'm like not going to use it. But then I can kind of see how that would be beneficial to use it. Right. I don't know. Because you don't, don't have to be in your kitchen. So yeah. that I think part of it comes with how your house is laid out yes. and how big your house is. Because our kitchen is tucked away in the corner 
And so I can go upstairs, I can go in the living room, and I'm not close enough to the kitchen where I'm like getting the heat from the crock pot. Yeah, my kitchen is just really small. So like any action in there, it's an oven. Like you turn the Keurig on, it's all of a sudden hot. My first thing I was going to start with beverages Mm -hmm. is a way to kind of get into the fall spirit. I found this really amazing sparkling water that I've been into this summer. And it's called, I'm drinking one right now. Okay, Spindrift. I'm making sure Mm -hmm. I got the name right. I also got this new mop called a Spin Wave. So there's a lot of spin stuff that I'm into. (laughs) So I didn't want to call it a Spin Wave. Um, Anyway, I'm really into it. And I just bought this box at Target that was the Cranberry Raspberry. And it is so good. It's just the right amount of cranberry to kind of get you into that Thanksgiving mood. You know what I mean? And I love them way better than LaCroix. Like I've been a pretty like decent LaCroix fan. I've done a few different campaigns with sparkling water companies. Like Dasani had a sparkling water that I did Mm -hmm. a campaign with. So I've tried like every sparkling water out there, I feel like. (laughs) But this is by far the best. I've never done a campaign with them, even though I wish they would sponsor our podcast. Hit us up, Spindrift. (laughs) But it's the first sparkling water that actually tastes like the flavor. And that's the stuff you got from Costco, right? Yes, I've gotten some from Costco. This one I did get at Target. This They don't have this flavor at Costco. They just have like a mixed assortment. It would be great to make a little refreshing cocktail. You could mix it with some red wine if you're not ready to go full on red wine yet. I still think I have a red wine allergy and I'm really upset about it. Like I don't think it's going to go away this fall and I don't know what to do. But Uh, I have like a white wine allergy, so I feel like – When we come to Chattanooga, I guess we'll just have to drink separate wine the whole weekend. That's fine. I have some red wine uh, on my bar (laughs) cart right now that you can drink. But this, it does have like eight calories, under 20 for sure per can, which honestly makes me feel better about it because when I'm drinking LaCroix and it's flavored and it doesn't have any calories, that's sketchy. It seems right. Like what, right. what flavor is it? It says fruit essence or something. Like, is it oil? <laughs> like what, what did you, what, what is it? Tell is there me. some like witchcraft in there? I know. And this one also, um, you can pour into a glass and it kind of looks like wine. So like you can trick yourself into thinking that you're having a little cocktail. It's a fancy drink, you know, cause it's yeah. colored. It's not clear because it has actual fruit juice in it, which I love. And it's not sweetened. So it's literally just sparkling water and fruit. I'm obsessed with it. Definitely try the cranberry flavor. This is not sponsored at all. I'm just a fan (laughs) and wanted to share. Like most of our things, we just really get obsessed with stuff and feel the need to tell you I'm brand loyal, you know, because like I find a good brand, especially a smaller brand, and there's someone who has big market share like LaCroix. I'm like – no. If you didn't like LaCroix, try Spindrift. It is way better. You'll never go back. I almost bought some at Costco, but I couldn't remember if that was the brand. Yeah. Because you recently tried another sparkling um, water that we won't mention because you did not like it. Well, I will mention it. It was Deer Park. Don't buy the Deer Park sparkling water. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> and I couldn't remember though which one you said you liked okay. and which one. So yeah. I was like, oh, I don't want to risk it. And I didn't need it. So I was like, okay, I'll yeah, wait next time. You need the spin drift, I'm telling you right now. Okay, now that I've spent like three minutes talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, what is your – do you have any other tips for food? So those were like – that was like my only tip. And then I was just going to talk about some of my favorite go-tos okay. for this time of year. Um, so like I said, put it in the crock pot, put it in the oven, and forget about it. So one of my absolute favorites is white chicken chili. And I won't go into the recipe because this isn't a recipes episode – 
but I will put it on Pinterest and share it in our group if you guys want it. It's um, super easy. I put it in the crock pot before I leave for work, mix it at lunch because I come home for lunch, and then just get to enjoy it. Um, and then also on our Facebook group a couple days ago, if you're not a member, go ahead and join. I shared a recipe for a one pan sausage and veggies. Oh, um, yeah. Oven that looks so dinner. good. I'm going to try that. And the best thing about it is you can use whatever vegetables you want. So you can do whatever's in season. So you're having these fresh, delicious, cheap vegetables. And every time you eat it, it can be something different because you can put different vegetables and try different things. That kind of goes into my tip, my like next tip for yeah. how to get into the fall mood. And that is to go to your farmer's market. Mm-hmm. So if you are lucky enough to have a farmer's market near you, which I just found out that we have one on the mountain and I am so That's excited so nice. because it's literally two minutes from my house every Thursday. I knew we had a farm. It's single mountain farms is like the farm up here and they do like subscription boxes and stuff like that. But oh, cool. it's like a lot of food. I could not do a <laughs> subscription box because it would go bad and I'd feel guilty. (laughs) But you can go to the farmer's market. So I'm really excited about that. I haven't been yet because I literally just found out about it. So go to your farmer's market and then you can see what's in season, buy some summer squash, you know, just buy some things that are a little bit more folly. Yeah. And start making some stuff. So that's like a good way to like eat, you know, eat seasonally and kind of feel in the season. Corn is always good. Yes, corn is always my favorite. It has no nutritional value, but it's delicious. I know. You can make street corn, though, and put, like, a lot of cheese and some salsa on it and really jazz it up, which would be good. And then also just fully embrace the pumpkin spice life. I mean, there's no way Um, So my sister-in-law, like, just right now posted on her Instagram stories that she does not recommend the pre-made Starbucks pumpkin spice latte mix. She said it's not good. Just so you know. Everything else pumpkin spice – the iced pumpkin spice lattes are totally acceptable because it's way too hot for a hot drink. Or my personal favorite way to eat pumpkin spice is pumpkin spice chocolate chip muffins. And since I call them muffins because there's no icing, I like to tell myself they're he- healthy, which they're obviously not. Okay. <laughs> but it's one of those, you make them many and then you take a couple to work. And then when you like step out of your car and it's 94 degrees, you complain, you get in the office, it's like 60 degrees so because it's office winter and then you have a pumpkin spice muffin and all is right with the world link the recipe for that too because that sounds good i haven't had it's a pumpkin three spice chocolate. oh okay so i, I really really like the silk pumpkin spice um uh-huh. almond milk creamer Ooh, because yeah. i pretty much only use almond or cashew milk for mm-hmm. my coffee at home because it's like so many less calories. Yes. And I like my coffee pretty blonde, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the silk pumpkin spice creamer is really good. And I compared it to the Khalifa Farms one. And oh, the Khalifa Farms had like just as much sugar in it. But then I saw that you can buy the Khalifa Farms. I think it's half almond, half coconut milk, maybe. Oh. And they have an unsweetened one. I couldn't find it at Target but someone posted that they in like some weight loss group I'm in on Facebook or like weight loss, something like that. I don't know. It was some group I joined when I was trying to feel better about, you know, like make myself eat better or something. And someone posted it. So I'm going to have to hunt it down because I like adding stevia. The Splenda stevia is like the one that I like. Yes. If you've ever tried stevia, try the Splenda, it's like Splenda Naturals and it it's, it's good. It's not bitter. 
I don't like Splendor regularly, but the Stevia is good. I'm going to have to hunt that down. But the Silk went, it was only like 25 calories or whatever per serving. Oh, and it's, that, that's so much better than like milk. Oh, yeah. It's pretty milk. indulgent too. Like it's, it's. I'm sure there's tons of sugar in it, but it looked better or it's cheaper than the Khalifa Farms that was sweetened and it looked basically the same ingredient wise. So yeah, I'm going to have to hunt down the non-sweetened. Yes. yes so that's like a good way if you're non-dairy. Yeah, absolutely. There's always ways to like get a similar flavor, I feel like. Oh, one other thing is if you do make like something in the crock pot or you're making a hot meal is to pair one thing fall and one thing summer mm-hmm. to kind of start introducing things. So like on your salad, you could put pumpkin seeds instead of another nut or croutons or whatever. So that would be like a good way. Or you can make a hot vegetable or I mean a cold vegetable and a hot meal. Mm-hmm. I had, we just had a restaurant in Chattanooga open called State of Confusion and they specialize in ceviche. So I had the ceviche that had um, cold sweet potatoes with it. <laughs> it was kind of weird, but it was actually really good. It kind of made me want to eat cold sweet potatoes. They were cooked. Very interesting. But it was right. like cold because, you know, the ceviche is raw fish. So it's all cold. Yeah. It's really good. So find, you know, recipes to think about eating fall flavors, but not hot. Does that make sense? <laughs> It does. And it's not something I would have ever thought about doing. Yeah. Or like pull a Panera and do a butternut squash soup, but instead of eating it with warm bread or something, eat it with a cold sandwich. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm watching Hemingway right now and she is eating some of the flowers that Jordan bought me for my birthday. That sounds about right. I did have one more thing uh, going off my pie thing. It's something we do like through the summer that you can start to do in the early fall before you're ready for a full-on pastry (laughs) (laughs) is to just bake sliced apples or peaches or whatever and Mm -hmm. then flavor them with some cinnamon and brown sugar and eat them with ice cream so it doesn't have the crust calories and it's just as good just as indulgent but then the ice cream kind of still makes it you know weather appropriate i really like that because i really like baked apples and cinnamon Mm -hmm. and that's like one of my favorite go-to fall desserts and so adding that with ice cream is really a good way where you're not like sweating because you're eating like right exactly and then you save some calories from the crust so yes the ice cream calories don't count right because uh never it's cool (laughs) down (laughs) okay so what about decorating already so this is where i fully embrace fall because it's not something that it's not going you're not eating it, so your temperature's not going to change because you're eating something hot. You're not wearing it, so you're not going to get sweaty because you're wearing sweaters when it's, you know, 90 degrees out. So I started decorating the weekend of Labor Day and just fully embraced it. I thought it was really funny. One of our listeners, Kate, who also has her own podcast, The Nuga Bell Show, she lives in Chattanooga with me, is she said, and you talked about this on your Instagram, Jackie, that mm-hmm. like since it's officially a month that ends in B-E-R, so burr, then mm-hmm. it's okay to decorate for fall. <laughs> and I think it was Kate that brought that to my attention, yeah. that the fall months end in burr. Oyster season is months with R, so <laughs> it's kind of like starting of oyster season means it's getting cooler. So. Yes. Yeah. And I love oysters. I'm such a nut. Like They're so good. 
awesome. oysters. I do not um, recommend oyster beer. Okay, that sounds gross. <laughs> it was. It was. I really haven't started decorating. I said earlier in the episode that the one week that it was cool outside, mm-hmm. I put up a fall wreath and I don't even know where my pumpkins are. I really haven't done anything else. I do need to switch over our throw blankets to the plaid ones because I feel like that's okay. And we haven't had a sit down dinner at our house really, but Mm -hmm. I would definitely use more fall napkins now. Oh, I did switch out my um, cocktail napkins on my bar cart though priorities so that is and then I bought the spindrift I don't know I feel like I'm I'm slowly starting to I haven't I think I'm going to change the mantle completely which is where I usually do all the decorating Mm -hmm. because I moved a bookshelf into that room and so the mantle is going to be more simple yeah it has been that makes sense so it's like yeah I just need to tackle it all at once but well that's what I did we were cleaning out our garage I guess Labor Day weekend And because our garage was disgusting, you couldn't walk without like tripping over things. And so since we are already going up and down in the attic, I just had Drew bring down all of our fall decorations and just Mm. went for it. So I will say, though, because you said you have to switch out your throw pill or your throw blankets. That's kind of what I'm holding off on because my fall throw blankets are thicker Mm. and I get really cold like really easily. And so I like to wrap up in a throw blanket, but the ones we have for fall are too thick for that. So that I'm holding out on. That makes sense. Mine aren't that thick, but that's because mine are like cheap. Purely decorative. So it's like they might eat them at any moment. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that's pretty much where I am at decorating is I think it like, you know, it's totally okay to do, but just haven't really made much progress personally because I'm indecisive about my decor in general. I'm in the mood. We've been in this house for coming up on two years Mm -hmm. in November and I will be married for two years. So, you know, (laughs) yay. (laughs) But I like, yeah, I need to figure out what I'm going to do. I feel like redecorating. Um, yeah, sometimes you just get in those moods where you want to just get rid of everything you own and start over, or at least like move everything into new places. For sure. Because you can't afford to actually get rid of anything. It's sort yeah. of. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fashion. Fashion is so tricky this time of year, especially when you're in the South. <laughs> yes. Because all these bloggers are pushing. All this fall stuff. Nordstrom had their big fall sale. Mm-hmm. You can't go into a store without seeing fall stuff. And you're like, what do I wear to this barbecue I'm going to this weekend? Or, or this football game. And it's 90 degrees. <laughs> um, so I've had like basically those exact conversations with you <laughs> in the past two weeks. Yeah. Because like last week I went to a bridal shower and I'm like, it's fall-ish. But I don't have any dresses that I can wear in the fall when it's this hot. Like, I only have super summery dresses. And that's why fashion is so hard because fall is all about layering. And it's way too hot outside to layer. When in doubt, which is kind of what you ended up doing, go for chambray. Always, always a good idea. Also, probably what I'm wearing to the football game this weekend. Yes, cute. I liked that dress a lot. Thanks. Target. I think the best way to kind of start introducing fall into your wardrobe is to start introducing closed-toed shoes and booties. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Don't go full on boot, obviously. But booties are nice, especially if it's a night thing, because then mm -hmm. you're not going to be super sweating. If you're like going to a football game, I would probably suggest open-toed shoes still. But definitely, yeah. But definitely, you know, start wearing some flats or some booties, and that's kind of fun. Some slides, like mules, I guess, mm -hmm. are the ones with that are backless. Yeah. Change to darker leather purses, get kind of rid of the wicker. Time to put that up. Yeah, that's how I feel like right now it's more about the colors. So you can wear the same yeah. kind of silhouettes and sleeve lengths and things that you've been wearing all summer, but now just switch over to warmer colors. Um, so like my go-to work shoes right now are leopard print flats because leopard is just such a fall, warm, neutral. Mm -hmm. And then... Like during the week to work, I wear fall colored dresses and booties. And I do have some open-toed booties, so that way it's a good combination oh, good. of the two. And then on the weekends, sometimes I'm in jeans if it's if I'm not gonna be outside a whole lot, but then I wear like a fall colored sleeveless shirt. With I that. haven't gotten into jeans yet. And I'll wear jeans sometimes through the summer, but right. I, I like do too. Yeah. It's been so yeah. hot, I feel like. Yeah, you put them on and your legs are just like, what are you doing to me? Yeah, and then like you can't take them off. Right, because you you're too sweaty. Yeah. yeah. Uh -uh. One thing that I will get more into is that I redid my closet. Mm -hmm. And I now have a section that is my seasonal section. Oh, nice. So it's like the front part of – so, okay, my closet's walk-in. I'm not going to go into a whole thing. Maybe we can do another episode about this. Let us know if you'd like an episode about my closet redo. I am running a blog post on it, though, so. And so you walk in, and on the left, I have all my shirts hanging. On my right, I have all my dresses hanging. But the first little part before it gets into how it's organized, the it's just like prints that are seasonal. So any – tropical print dresses are on the front any mm -hmm. tropical print shirts are on the front and so then I can just switch those little front sections out easily because a lot of my stuff I can wear any time of year because they're yeah. really basic or they're just like a color and who knows what kind of occasion like I don't want to put stuff away um because I could put a, a sweater on it you know right. like a sweater rig if it wasn't if the sleeve isn't appropriate so yeah that way I can keep the majority of my closet throughout the seasons and it's just really easy to quickly change out the seasonal part. That's such a good idea. I don't nice. think I have enough seasonal prints to do that, but that's a really good idea. I I bought a lot of pop stuff this summer and part of that was because I had like already done all my shopping and then when we went to the beach the second time, I realized uh -huh. that I had left all my hanging clothes at home. Yes. And so I was the I only one that thought it was like a tragedy. <laughs> yes. Was everyone tragedy. else was just laughing at Jacqueline. Yeah. And I'm everyone like, else thought it was ridiculous. But it was like, okay, I had all my outfits picked out. So I had to go shopping twice. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, darn. Yeah. So I got a lot of more palm stuff than I would usually have. <laughs> but that's like my number one tip for changing out the seasons, too, is. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. Like, what was my tip prints. on? Yeah, just prints, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it was a good idea. So I thought I'd mention it. Yeah, that's a really good idea. And I mean, the my class is a lot the same way where there's a lot of things that I can wear both seasons. I have some thicker sweaters. That obviously, I can't wear except in like December. But everything else, like I'll just throw a sweater on for the fall, remove the sweater in the summer and it's fine. But if mm -hmm. I 
But this time of year, I purposely pick the fall colors just so that I feel in the spirit. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And I have three shoe racks in my closet. Jealous. I'm crazy. I yeah, I've worked I've worked retail before, so I feel like I've amassed <laughs> quite the collection. And so those are organized by closed toed, mm-hmm. open toed, and then special occasion. Yeah. So I don't know since this is my first season change with this uh-huh. closet organization system. I don't think I'm gonna put up any shoes. I don't really know because I don't. Maybe if I like buy more for the fall. I don't know. I haven't decided that yet. I think I'm just gonna <laughs> yeah, I guess you have to see what your shopping is going to be. Yeah. I don't know. That's going to be hard. I hadn't thought about that until literally just now. <laughs> let me know if you change over your closet. Join yes. our group and let me know. Comment your tips. Okay. And then our last kind of section mm-hmm. for getting in the fall mood when it's 90 degrees <laughs> are <laughs> date night ideas. And these don't have to be with your significant other. This could be a girl's date, Mm -hmm. friend date, roommate date, whatever. Yes, absolutely. Can I go first? Because I'm really excited excited about mine. Yes, because you even IM'd me and you're like, I just had the greatest idea for this date night. Yes. Okay. So you know how pretty much every brewery now comes out with their fall beer Yes. Is to do a like blind beer testing. Can well, we doesn't even do have this when I come to see you? What? Can yes. We and it doesn't when we even, come to Chattanooga? Yes, you can. It doesn't even have to be blind though. So like what you could do is you could do little glasses for everyone. Right. I don't, uh, yeah. I'm like thinking like, do I have enough little glasses? We could figure it out. We could use master's cups. Uh, oh yeah. We're <laughs> yeah, not and make little. We just like beer. Yeah, and then and it doesn't even have to be blind. It would just have to be like a rating system. And then you could buy those mixed things at Publix or whatever yeah. where you can mix and match your six-pack and then all just taste the different flavors and the different that belong to the different breweries that are like Winter Harvest or whatever, Oktoberfest, Pumpkin Spice, whatever. love that. And I'm actually currently on Amazon to see if they have like a cheap, cute like beer flight <gasps> Oh, yeah, we got four of them. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. We can do that. Jackie's That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Isn't that fun? And it's really not that expensive. It's just you basically just buy a six-pack. But then you could write little cards and you could make notes and rate them and see which one wins. Yeah, and see if, like, everyone likes the same one or if you're different. Mm -hmm. And then since since you're doing a flight, you're not going to – you know, not everyone has to drink four full beers or however many, oh, I right. think, flights five. So, yeah, you don't – you can really just get that six-pack and that right. will almost do it. You yeah. might need to do two six-packs depending on how many people. And then, I mean, you don't have to drink the whole thing. Just take – it's a tasting thing, you know. But, uh, I looked up on Pinterest, like, things to serve with beer, like, snack-wise. And yeah. you could do cheese pairings mm-hmm. or, like, little – Pump, you could do pumpkin seeds. I mean, you could do really get into the fall spirit with little snackies. So easy and so smart. Right? Very cheap and a lot of fun. Yeah. And you could do that with, I mean, going into red wine. You could do this with really any beverage. But I just think because they have all those different, I mean, everyone is coming out with their own fall beer. I mean, I had a microbrew Oktoberfest this weekend. I can't remember what brewery it was. 
but yeah. Yeah. And everyone. you could even do this like not just for, for fall every going season. into, yeah, you could do all the different watermelon beers in the summer or the winter ales or whatever in the yeah. winter. I mean, you could really do a lot, but I just thought, I don't know. That is absolutely genius and way more creative than any of my date night ideas. Well, that's why I needed to go first because my other date night ideas aren't as good. So you can just stop listening now. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just go buy some beer and just call it a day. Turns car around, goes to liquor store. (laughs) Gets to work. Oh, Um, and I found found a chart on Pinterest that pairs types of beer to cheese. So I'll put that in the Facebook group too. Yes. Yes. I'm not even like a big beer person, but it'll be fun. But it's fun. You can try wine while we're drinking beer. (laughs) What? Well, like when we do this at your house, you can try wines and we'll try beer. Oh, no. I definitely want to try the different beer because it's fun. Right. And Um, because you're not drinking a whole one, if you don't like something, it's not like it's going to be like, you don't have to be like, oh, I've got to drink this whole bottle. Exactly. And it's cheaper than doing a wine tasting. Yes. Because you could literally like a six pack for two people is probably a good amount. Right, right. Okay, so what's your date night idea? So mine, all of mine are either for the most part like early morning or late evening when it's cooler. Mm-hmm. And so my favorite one this time of year is to go into go to a drive-in movie if you have, if you're lucky enough to have one near you. Because since it is cooler at night, you're not sitting there sweating watching this movie can't even think about the movie because you're so hot but it's not so cold that you have to have like three thousand blankets on you and then you go you bring dinner with you you go get some snacks and you just sit in the back of your truck or you put some lawn chairs out and just enjoy a movie outside or you could combine my idea with your idea and like sneak in a cooler i know that's frowned upon at most places but just I'm trying saying. to think if the Big Mo even, like, cares. Oh, really? Ours is, like, very strict. They're, like, no outside drinks. But I mean, I think ours say that, but I don't think they've ever <laughs> oh. stopped you. I don't know. I, like, hide because usually we'll go out to dinner before and I always get a right. to-go drink and I'll, like, smuggle in my to-go drink. But we always get – like, Jordan always gets a funnel cake and we always get candy and stuff. So I don't feel bad. So you're bad. Still giving them, like, extra money. Exactly. Exactly. That would be fun, though. I mean, not like the same tasting because you have to pay attention to the movie, but I mean, not really, but. Depends how early you get there. I don't know. Or like between movies or like during slow parts. Anyway, just thought of that. (laughs) My, mine has to do with a movie too, but not like a drive-in. That's a really good idea because I love going. The drive-ins usually only last the summer, like during the summer. And so. But this is when they're kind of. You know, it's the end of their season and it's a little bit cooler. Or you can, like, set something up in your backyard. Yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. Good idea. Yeah. So my idea is to do a scary movie night, which I know – groundbreaking. Florals for spring. Groundbreaking. <laughs> I hope you get the de- devil's or product reference. but <laughs> Especially because we've said it in so many episodes. We have, <laughs> probably. <laughs> is scary movies in October, groundbreaking. (laughs) But to do, you know, a scary movie night or a scary show, I know American Horror Story, their season just premiered. Jordan and I watched Capsule Rock on Hulu and it's pretty creepy. We like have to watch something after it because it's so creepy. Someone told me, I don't remember who it was, that they 
were watching, they found, like they started watching Making It from my recommendation because Castle Rock was too creepy for them to go to sleep to. <laughs> that <laughs> um, is awesome. Yeah, so Castle Rock, Castle Rock's really good. It is a Stephen King one. That's like a series. So you can just mm-hmm. do one a night, you know. Um, also, at the end of October, obviously around Halloween, Hulu, or not Hulu, Netflix is coming out with Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <gasps> I'm so excited. Yes, and it is set in the same – it's, like, more – it's creepy. So it's not, like, the Melissa Joan Hart rendition right. of it. It's right. more dark, similar to the comic books, and that the comic books are actually set in the same world as Riverdale, So, which is, like, Archie Comics. So if you like Riverdale on Netflix, that's a good one to watch. It's a little eerie, too. And mm-hmm. Sabrina the Teenage Witch looks really creepy. Like, I would not think that I would be scared watching it. But it looks scary. It's kind of giving me Stranger Things vibes, you know? Yes. And I do love that they're setting this in the same world as Riverdale. Because I read, like, growing up, I read Archie Comics and Sabrina. And they had so many crossover Yeah, uh, and I don't know, like, issues. how much the series is going to do a crossover with it. But I have read that it is... Like, it's by the same people who made Riverdale, so I'm sure something's going to happen with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's going to be Josie and the Pussycats. And I say that because oh. most of the crossover issues in Sabrina, like Josie and the Pussycats, were there. So that would be a good thing to watch. Or just another scary movie night. Make some popcorn. Mm-hmm. That's just a really good way to kind of get into – turn the AC down a little bit. Yep. Kind of get into a good fall mood. Cuddle up in a – plaid blanket yeah another one is to have like a tailgate party even if you're not going to a football game have you know a football game playing and have all the tailgate essentials with even if you're not there because it is like football Mm -hmm. and fall are synonymous synonymous in the south and we have some really good episodes it's like a two-parter on tailgating Mm -hmm. so go back and listen to those i think that was in season two it was like a long time ago so probably My last one is just to enjoy nature and take walks in the evening. Hey, that's my last one too. Oh, really? What a coincidence. I didn't know that. (laughs) I know. We don't talk about this. We don't don't discuss things, so it can be pretty candid. Uh, Starting to get a little – not dark. Don't go walk in the dark. That's not recommended. No, it's dangerous. Which is cooler. Yeah. Go for walks. Take your dogs. Um, you can even collect little nature stuff to put in floral arrangements or whatever mm-hmm. for decorating your house. Um, just kind of, you know, taking in all the different scents. We've been getting some cool breezes from the hurricane mm-hmm. or like yesterday it like started to kind of get some cool breeze. So maybe that will continue. Unsure. Uh, yeah. According to the Weather Channel, it's not supposed to, at least uh, here. But I hope do it you- does. Did you have anything else to add about walking in the evening? So it doesn't even have to be walking. This is also the time of year we go biking more often um, because it is starting to get cooler at night or in the mornings. So we're not like drenched and you can like find a nature trail in your area that maybe you haven't explored or there's a lot of hardwoods. And so the leaves are actually going to change and just enjoy it. Like don't, it's not a race, whether you're walking or biking you don't have to be anywhere just take your time and enjoy it i like that that's a good idea we're both coming up with good ideas (laughs) yes so i think that's it 
Um, if you have any, like, <laughs> suggestions, yeah, or like what are you, yeah, suggestions, recipes, decorating ideas, clothing ideas for getting into the fall spirit while still having it be pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. join our facebook group we're at the millennial homemakers on facebook same on instagram we even have a facebook page so you can go like it mm-hmm. and um if you want to follow me on instagram i'm at jacqueline humble and jackie's at jv alexander 16 and we were also going to do our summer recaps right right exactly <laughs> so i was like is there anything else before we get into personal well that's i'm like I'm like, this is usually where we wrap it up. Did Jacqueline forget? No, I didn't forget. But okay. I just wanted to like, do that so that way people – Oh, that's true if you're not listening after this. Yes. So Perfect. bye, people. <laughs> 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 don't care about me as a person. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Maybe you got to work. <laughs> true. Okay, we'll, so. we'll believe that even if you just turned it off. Yeah, who knows? I don't even I – don't, I, I don't know. Okay, Jackie, you can start. How was your summer? <sighs> Our summer was pretty quiet. Um, I'm trying to think, like, if we went anywhere. I don't even think, honestly, we went on vacation this summer. Um, As I said at the beginning of the year, Drew's back in school, so he's working full-time and going to school full-time, which doesn't leave us with a lot of time to do anything. So we just had a quiet summer. I tried to get some stuff done around the house. Took a few long weekends from work just because about it. Yeah, I had a busy summer. (laughs) Yeah, you had the exact opposite. <laughs> I had like a very, very busy summer. Um, I don't know if I mentioned. I don't think I did. But my father-in-law ran for an elected position in town um, to be the judge. And he won. Yay. So I was doing a lot on his campaign um, because I've worked on other political campaigns and my background's in PR. So that was fun. Very different when it's a family member. I will mm-hmm. say that much. Um, but very proud of him. And so that that was kind of fun. And then we went to the beach twice. We went to St. Simon's, which is where I always go for 4th of July. That was a lot of fun. And then we went to North Carolina at Carolina Beach right outside of Wilmington, which is exactly where the hurricane hit. So oh yeah, I like I hope the beach house that we stayed in is still there. That would be really sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was really pretty. The water was different than St. Simon's. I feel like they called it the Crystal Coast, and I can see that. It was very blue and just very yes. pretty. North Carolina beaches are some of my favorite, which makes really my heart break for the hurricane even more. Oh, I mean, I thought it was pretty, but I would prefer golf any day. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, but, but I also like prefer the Outer Banks, which is more northern. Yeah, I haven't been North there. Carolina. The beach town, it was kind of like an extension of North Myrtle Beach for the town. Yeah. Our house was lovely and the beach was a lot of fun and it was very convenient because we were right on the beach. So we had our own mm-hmm. dock and everything. But the beach town was like just kind of like North Myrtle Beach. If you've ever been to Murbo, then you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Some not one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. One of our biggest highlights is we got another dog. We adopted yes. a Chawini, so Chihuahua Dachshund mix, named him Gumbo. He did not come with so that cute. name, but 
named him Gumbo. And so that's been an adjustment. June's been a really good big sister, but he's a male and he's our first male animal besides Jordan. (laughs) And so he has a little habit of marking things and I don't think he's neutered. The vets have said that he's neutered, but I won't go into it. I don't think he is. I just think he's kind of weird anatomically. He's just shy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, but he's really sweet. He just is – it's an adjustment whenever you get a new animal. Absolutely. Um, And especially since you already had a pretty big humble herd, it just changes the dynamic so much. So we have three dogs and a cat. We have gotten a new animal every – Man, Jackie, we need to stop taking breaks because I think I got June on a break too from the podcast. Okay, guys. You heard it here. (laughs) Just kidding. We need to stop. Like, we just keep adopting. Maybe I get bored or something. I'm like, ooh, let me – my life's not stressful enough. Let me add another animal. But anyway, if you follow me on Instagram, then you've seen him. He's really cute. And I started blogging again at JacquelineHumble.com. I, like, started a website under – my name since that's my instagram personal account Mm -hmm. so i can kind of combine jewelry stuff podcast stuff anything else i'm doing and so that's kind of been fun i haven't been blogging a lot but i'm not like with a set schedule with it um really the podcast is like the only thing i try to have a really set schedule with me too since i haven't blogged on my personal blog in like a year and a half i am i am almost done writing my closet organization one so you know what that one's gonna be good it's live okay so check out my closet organization one because (laughs) by the time i edit this it should be live good Um, good (laughs) and i even started a youtube channel it only has one video on it which i'm not like actually starting a youtube channel i just like made one (laughs) just in case you need it yeah um, but it was kind of fun. And so I did my, uh, the ch- blah, 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 the episode or the, the video that I uploaded is a review on my new smartwatch. It's a Kate Spade smartwatch called the scallop. And so go check it out. Jacqueline Humble on YouTube. I'm not as good on video <laughs> as I feel like I am on the podcast. Cause I like, wasn't looking at the camera. Cause it feels weird looking at the camera. You look like you're a little too personal, like <laughs> intensely like making eye Staring. contact but then when you're editing it it's like whoa Jacqueline make more eye contact so well it's, I think because I, I purposely have not listened to our early episodes of the podcast yeah. because I just think they're going to be so cringy for us because we progress so far and I think video is going to be even more obvious yeah. that you've become more comfortable with it because you know when to make eye contact when to you know look at something else mm-hmm. so that you're not intensely staring at someone And it just, like everything else, it takes practice. And I had to be more scripted on the video because I can edit my rambling more Mm -hmm. on the podcast, but splicing together video, then I, like, would... It's obvious. It's like a strobe light. Like, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) It it would be distracting. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. But we were thinking if there's any video content that you would like from us on homemaking, maybe honing in some skills or Mm -hmm. recipe making, anything like that. It's kind of something that we're thinking about possibly adding in. And that's a big possibly. We don't want to say we're going to do it just because if you guys tell us you don't want it, then we're not going to make it if you guys don't want it. Because, I mean, we do this for you. So, 
Yeah, and the other thing is too, though, I don't know. It's like, I mean, I like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's like, um, well, I feel like it would be a little bit of a different audience, but it could be right. like we could have some crossover because a lot of people listen mm-hmm. to podcasts because they're commuting or whatever. Right. Doing, you know, busy. So they might not, they might not have time to sit down for a video. So it might be different, but it, I was thinking it could be a better education platform mm-hmm. versus just from a content conversation perspective. So absolutely, I don't know. It's just something we're kind of thinking about if you've waited to the end of this and hearing about our summers then you probably care so yes so tell us what you think yeah we'd love to hear from you um we're gonna be adding more interviews in this fall a lot like a lot of interviews i think in the past we've had at most two interviews an entire season um this one we have like two coming up in the next two weeks um one two and we already have a third one recorded. Yeah. I don't know when that one's going live. You'll have to tell me. But no, I'll we have a lot. Time. And I feel like – but we're still going to be having our just chit-chat between Jackie and I. So we're going to be trying to maybe release more episodes a week. Let us know what you think about that. Um, one with an interview, one without. Yeah. So we won't be releasing more episodes every single week. But if we know we have an episode or an interview – then we're going to try to do one of each. So that way you still get, because I think you and I can explore more topics broadly. And then our interviews are a little more niche, a little more specific. And so that way we get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Expert or just introducing you to more millennial homemakers. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And Gumbo is barking. If you hear. I don't actually. Oh, okay. Well, he's yipping. Anyway, so I think that's, I don't know, that's all I have. That was just like a few housekeeping things. And kind of like we do want to step it up for season four. Mm-hmm. So I figured we'd open the door for y'all to let us know what you think about that kind of stuff and like what you would like to see yes. or hear. Yeah. We are a community here. So let us know what you want. Agreed. So well put. Okay. I think that's it. Thanks for tuning in as always and for staying with us through our Random, random ramblings and like long break <laughs> the summer yes. y'all are the best and mm-hmm. we'll talk to you next week talk to you later